Welcome to Superintendent Radio Network. I'm Guy Soprano. Our guest is Christy Page. Christy is the general manager at the Glen Club in suburban Chicago. In 2015, Christy broke a barrier when she became the first female general manager at a facility managed by Kemper Sports. Christy's going to share her inspiring journey to her current position, and she's also going to discuss what it's like being a female in a leadership position in the golf industry, while also revealing some ideas and strategies to get more females thinking about careers in golf. We know that you're going to enjoy learning about Christy's story, and you're going to find her message very enthusiastic and inspiring. Well, Christy, thank you so much for joining the podcast. It's great to be speaking with you. The first thing I want to ask is what is early June like for somebody who works in the golf industry in Chicago, which is a very, very busy and crowded golf market? Yes, it definitely is, but it's really exciting. It's a really, it's a very energetic time for us. We, you know, we've waited through a very long winter, especially this year, and we're definitely, we're ready for play. I mean, our course is in great shape and, and we're definitely ready for for the craziness that lies ahead. Yeah, speaking of play and golf, explain the golf course at the Glen Club and also explain your overall operation. Well, I think, you know, others really, I love it when they describe it as, wow, what a fantastic experience. Um, we're, you know, 18 holes. We're a link-style course uh, designed by Tom Fazio. Uh, we are consistently in the top 100 in the country for resorts you can play and one of the top courses for Illinois. I think the course really lays out perfectly to challenge a great golfer, but we also have just a number of tees and setups that are really fun for, for all levels. We're, we're a true golf course, and, and our members and our owners and, and Kemper Sports are all passionate, really, about the game of golf. And what's the non-golf operation like at the Glen Club? We definitely are moving on all sides there. We, we have a lot of banquets and weddings. We do about 45 weddings a year. Uh, we have a great restaurant, and we also have 21 hotel rooms. So we have a lot of really you know, facets to the club beyond the golf side that really just play in for just a fantastic environment. What's the team like you manage? How many people work for you? What are your departments like, and what is it like organizing so many different people? I think that's the best part of my job is the people, um, you know, trusting your team and really building, you know, a high quality team is just is so much fun and it's so rewarding. In the peak season, we have about 160 team members um, and that and about 80 of them stay all year round with us. And we have, you know, again, from food and beverage to um, golf professionals to our, our, you know, our restaurant and, and the golf course management. I mean, there's there's a diverse team here. How did you become general manager? And just tell our listeners a little bit about your path to the position. Well, I'd say about eight or nine years ago, my husband and I sat down and he said, what is really your ideal job? And I said, I'd love to manage a golf club. And the opportunity presented itself. Um, I interviewed with Kemper Sports um, to get into the golf course management. And I was at the Glen Club as the director of membership. And it really just gave me the opportunity to get into what was my ideal job and, and find kind of a better work-life balance. I have, I have three young kids, and for me it's important to not miss out on their milestones while I continue to challenge myself and, and have a career that's really meaningful. What were you doing before you decided to go this route? So I was 20 years um, in the fitness industry. So I spent about 17 as a general manager and a regional manager. Um, and did that, and that's where I apply a lot of, 
you know, the majority of my skill sets, I mean, come into play day to day, you know, certainly at the Glen Club. But I, I also started playing golf at three. I was the youngest of five kids and was kind of drug along the golf course and then just started playing and played, you know, through high school, through college, um, and even competitively after college for a few years. At what point did you realize, wow, golf could become a career? I think I knew it at a young age and saw friends of mine go go professional and do that route, and that just wasn't for me. Um, I loved the game, and I I really wanted to get back into it. Um, but I just I had such I had a great career in fitness, and that path was was fun. So I stayed in that until this really presented itself. And I think I you know getting into my 40s realized I really really want to do what I'm passionate about, and and that is that's golf and management, and this brings both of them together. How would you describe your leadership style, and has how has that evolved since you've become general manager? I think I'm a listener. I listen and I trust my team. I trust them to do what they need to do to get the job done. Um, I love getting in the trenches with them. Um, you know, not to be cliche, but really leading by example. And I, um, I enjoy, you know, doing that. But I'm just, I'm a people person. Um, and I think that, you know, the, the team that was here and the members that were here, I mean, we just, we clicked. And, and they supported me wholeheartedly. And we just saw great ways that we could improve the club. And, you know, we took action and, and took that momentum and just made, you know, kind of a great buzz within golf and, and our community out here. Kepper Sports is one of the most respected companies in the golf industry. What was it like a few years ago becoming the first female GM for the company? I honestly, when I interviewed I, I, and accepted the position, you know, negotiated that, I did not know that I was the first female general manager within the company. I don't think I found out until a few months later. I didn't want, what I saw is I didn't want someone else to come into the club that I had been at and, and make those changes. I saw some great momentum we had and took that and and escalated it and i don't think i don't know i guess i don't i guess i was treated as christy and i wasn't treated as a male or female i was just excited to do my job and you know energized that i am paving the way for other women so you didn't feel like you broke a barrier or anything it was just kind of a continuation of the solid work you were always doing It, it really didn't feel like i broke a barrier i mean i was thinking of my family and i was thinking of the club and i was thinking of the members and how I could make a difference. Now, looking back and having these conversations, I do realize, you know, that that, that was something that I did break a barrier, if you will. I mean, certainly within our company and, and much of our industry, but that really wasn't, that wasn't the point. But I do hope that it does help pave the way and, and energize, again, other females to know that there's a fantastic career and opportunity within the golf industry. It's kind of weird. There are a lot of talented and super smart people in the industry, but when you go to a club manager's event or a superintendent's event, there aren't many females in the room. Why do you think that is? I I grew up in the 70s and playing golf. There just weren't a lot of female golfers. I mean, it's it's just we've We've grown now. The sport, I feel, has grown and given more opportunities to girls. You know, I was the first I was the first girl on my boys' high school golf team. We didn't have a girls' high school golf team. So, you know, I blindly just said, okay, what do I have to do then? And the administration scrambled and said, play from the boys' tees and we'll see what happens. And those types of things now don't exist because there are girls' golf teams and there are more opportunities for for women to enter the sport. And I think that that is going to be something that we need to have started so that more women realize not only 
should they be a part and, and have a passion for the sport, but that there's opportunities within the industry, you know, whether you're passionate or not about the sport. Um, and, and I think that that's something that is starting, and I think that we're getting there. And I think it's, you know, really the last few years has shown that within the world, I think. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges in the, in the golf industry as a whole is getting people that were participants at a young age to think about making a career in it. What do you think it'll take to get those juniors that are playing now to, that are female to eventually work in the golf industry? Have you heard of any strategies that have worked or have you implemented any strategies at the Glen Club that have worked? That's a really good question. We at the Glen Club are trying to grow the game for women and get women and girls excited about it. We have two PGA Junior League teams and we have 13 girls within that team. So 50% of our participation are girls. We started a women's league about five years ago that had six or seven women on a regular basis. And now on Monday nights, we have 20 plus women. Nobody keeps score. It's just fun. And, you know, it's just fun and food afterwards. Um, we also are doing a women's and a women in wine series where it's a three-part series. You have a golf lesson and then you go in and have a wine tasting later. I think for me as, as, a, as a woman now, I think making it fun and making it, you know, having that opportunity to bring women together that might be less intimidated in that environment is really what we need as an industry to, to get more women and more girls to, to look at it. Did you find the golf industry as an unwelcoming or intimidating place when you first got into it? Really didn't. I mean, I feel like sometimes I'm, sometimes I'm a little blind to that. I just feel like if you do a good job and if, you, if you're passionate and dedicated, I, I don't think anyone cares if you're a male or female. I really don't. And I think that that's something that we should let more girls and women know that there isn't a barrier there. The barrier is as much as we want to create, and I don't think so. I don't think anybody has ever been unwelcoming for me. I mean, Kemper Sports paved, a, you know, opened me, you know, have welcomed me with open arms, if you will, to this because of my talents, um, certainly not because of my gender. You mentioned you have three children. What is it like balancing a demanding job like the one you have with your family demands? It's definitely a juggling act. I mean, I, again, I've really hired, surrounded myself with team members that I can trust. I think that is, for me, the most important thing because if, if I feel like something isn't going to get done, I know my personality and I will be here to make sure it gets done. So I trust them, you know, and learn to prioritize um, my day so that I know that what is the most important gets done first and, and then I know that I can still get home you know, to have dinner with my kids most days, and because that's just gonna it's gonna go by too fast. So as a single person, I didn't do that well. But as a married person with three young children, my three bosses at home, if you will, have helped me. <laughs> have gonna help me to learn that things needed to change, and and I've I've learned to delegate and prioritize a lot better. When you first took over the the job a few years ago. Was it like that? Have you become more trusting here in the last two or three years? I know we deal with a lot of golf course superintendents who sometimes have trouble letting go and letting their assistant handle yeah. it. At first, was that a struggle when you became GM? Absolutely. As a young GM, that was, that was my biggest struggle, is learning that you want it done a certain way. But you really find, your, again, the right team and what their talents are, and you really just use those to 
to be able to know that you can trust and people want to do a good job. The right people want to do a good job and trusting them and empowering them to do that is really, I mean, for them is amazing, but as you know, someone who, who trains and, and mentors a lot of people, I mean, that's really rewarding on, on my end as well to be selfish about it. <laughs> Besides the PGA Junior League that you mentioned earlier, what are some things you've done to make the Glen Club a family-friendly facility, not only for customers and prospective golfers, but also for the people that work there? We've really grown, our, again, the PGA Junior League we mentioned, but we really have, we have Wildcat Golf Academy, and we have Northwestern men's and women's golf teams that are located out of the Glen Club. And we have a number of, you know, really either beginner to kind of elite golfers uh, you know, within within the Chicagoland area that come through here, and we have made it more family friendly. And I mean, families need time together. We don't have the unlimited free time now. And in order to, you know, get that quality time together, we needed to evolve into being a family friendly, welcoming uh, club, so that families, women, kids felt that they could come out here and play our. Our members, we're a semi-private club, are allowed to come out in the afternoons and bring their family complimentary with golf cart and, and all so that they can come out and just play a few holes and just get to know the game better. And how about for your employees? What are some things you've done to help them have a nice work-life balance? We don't really count the hours. I think that's the big thing. Everybody just, is again, needs to get the job completed, whatever whatever that means. And I think that's one thing that we worry too much about how many hours people might work. I think just making sure that we get the right people to get the job done and then having fun at the same time, you know, whether that's here during, you know, your shift or we do things, we have a, we have a team appreciation day where we get golfers and non-golfers on our team to, to go out and actually play with members and the members sponsor the, the day and they get to play, you know, or, or ride along if they're not, you know, a big golfer. Um, and just have fun. I mean, it's it's work, but if we don't enjoy what we do, it, it, who wants to come to work every day? And, and we want to work hard and we want to play hard. There's hundreds of golf facilities in the Chicago market competing for many of the same workers. What's your labor situation like at the Glen Club? Have you been able to fill your open positions, or is it challenging there like it is almost everywhere else in a market like yours? Definitely been challenging. The last you know, 18 months in particular, it's, it's definitely heightened. And I think um, it's, it's been the strongest challenge that I've, I've ever seen, you know, within any industry. But, but we, have, we have a full team. I mean, we are fortunate to have a full team. I think that the environment that we have, um, again, the, the, the trusting, the fun environment, has been able to recruit, um, you know, referrals and friends and, and you know the buzz, if you will, that, that people want to come in and, and want to be here because they do have a great time and they are um, empowered be, to do what they need to do. And I think that really has allowed us to, to get our team up to where we need to be. Christy, what would you tell a 14, 15, 16-year-old girl that came up and approached you and said, hey, I'm thinking about making a career of golf? What, what would you tell them about it? I would say do it. I would say don't think twice. My father always said to me, you have to do what you want to do, and the money and everything else will come later. You can't worry about that. And I think that, to me, golf brings fun and business and a great sport together. And that, you know, 
you can, there are GMs that have come up through food and beverage and have come up through hospitality and hotel and, and some that come up through being a PGA professional or a teaching professional. There isn't one career path, but if it's what you want to do, be passionate about it and go after it and, and it'll happen. I know it's tough to predict the future in any business, but just think about 2028. What do you think the situation is going to look like? And will we see more females in leadership roles at golf facilities in 10 years? I see it. I see it booming. I really do. I think there will be a lot more female leaders at golf clubs. Um, I think, again, growing up and not having maybe as many opportunities, things have changed and the world has changed and women and girls have, you know, are learning, you know, my daughter's generation, the, you know, iGen are, are knowing that they can take, they can take a stand, they can make the, their voice heard and that there aren't barriers there. And they have a lot of guts and I think they won't, they won't think twice about it. And I think that they will, I think it will be a lot more free flowing into this industry as, especially as these, you know, 20 somethings and these teenagers these teenagers grow. I think it's only good things to come. And now let's think a bit on the micro level. Where do you want the Glen Club to be in a decade? Uh, I want them to be, well, I want to be here. That would be great <laughs> to start with. But I would love, I'd love them to, you know, to continue to enhance what we're doing, to have fun, but to pay attention to those details that matter to so many. Um, you know, there's a, a great experience that people get when they walk in the door here, and we only want to continue to enhance that experience for each person that walks in the door. How rewarding has this journey been for you? Amazing. I, I don't think I could have painted the picture to know what would happen, but sometimes I feel like you might not know exactly what that next step is, and sometimes, sometimes it all comes together, and I feel like I've been so blessed for so much of it to come together for, you know, Kemper Sports to give me the opportunity um, to really follow what I thought was a funny dream that my husband and I talked about years ago. I mean, it's, it's so fun to be able to wake up every day and know that you go in to do something that you absolutely love to do. Well, Christy, that was great advice, and it was very inspiring speaking with you. Thank you so much for taking the time, and good luck with the summer. Hopefully things don't get too toasty in Chicago and everybody's out not. playing golf and enjoy, <laughs> enjoying the course. Thank you, Guy. I really appreciate it.